I was born ready. I came out of the womb ready to do this. I was like, I can't wait for uh, us to talk about a bunch of games that are just coming out in April and March. (laughs) 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 Because because every fucking studio is like, eh, we're not actually sure when our game comes out, but... It's 2020, but we don't know when. Generally around that time frame. We might delay it again. Who knows? Fuck it. Okay, here we go. What's up, great people of the internet? We are back for another podcast starting in 2020. It is your favorite podcast of the year. I try it, deny it. This is Haley back at it again with those white bands. My bands aren't actually white, they're floral pattern, but you don't need to know that. And with me, I have my usual squad. I got Brennan. Yo. And Mike. What's up? And we are talking about some of the releases that are going to happen this year. Got to start it off right. So, we're just going to jump right into it, go through our list, we've got some honorable man- mentions, mansions, there we go, that's the <laughs> southern way to say that, um, and then we got some uh, couple at the end we're just going to toss in that are supposed to come out this year, but don't have solid release dates, and I bet a couple of you are probably super excited to hear about those, but we'll save those for last. So, starting off this fantabulous list, we're going to talk about Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. That's a name and a half. It comes out very soon, February 6th. Developers Arc System Works, and it's coming out on PS4. Yeah, um, this is one I'm super excited for. It's Arc System Works. For those who don't know, they did uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle and Dragon Ball Fighters. And then they also have Guilty Gear. I know a lot of people know about Guilty Gear. So, Dude, honestly, anytime that Arc System Works comes out with a new fighting game, I'm just immediately like, what the, f- what, what is, how is this one going to be different from the other ones? And like, and I say that in, a, in the best way possible. Like, I don't know. I've only played Blast Blue Cross Hack Battle, I believe. And fighters, I played fighters a little bit, and I was just blown away, honestly. So, especially looking at fighters, that was just fantastic. So, like, I, I don't, I'm not terribly familiar with Grand Blue. Is Grand Blue different from Blast Blast Blue? Yeah, uh, Grand Blue is actually a mobile RPG. Mm, They're okay. just turning it into a fighting game. Oh, that's dope. Oh. Oh my goodness. So, like, so I guess, oh, I mean, I guess they couldn't have just added Grand Blue characters to Blast Blue, right? I mean, I mean, they could have, but they decided to make their own game. Yeah, you know, power to them. Power yeah. to them. Yeah. And yeah, Guilty Gear. I mean, that's also on the list, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, no, dude. Uh, Arc System Arcs is, uh, they put out some quality fighting games, in my opinion not into fighting games just because I get bored super easily with them. But I think the character design's actually pretty cool. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, Blast Blue's art style? Mm. 
beautiful. It's like two D, two point five D fighters. This is two point five D, right? I don't, I don't know the exact dimensions of of this one. It's the normal two D. It's two D. Okay, I read something somewhere. That might have been Guilty Gear. Honestly, that might have been uh, an extra half of a dimension. <laughs> but oh my god, there's something about two D fighters, man. I just two two point five D. Any kind of like animation. I, I guess that's inherent to Grand and Blast Blue and maybe Arc System Works as a whole, but there's just something about like the, the hand-drawn animation, not exactly hand-drawn, but just the way that that laid out in fighting games. It just brings me like early Street Fighter vibes, stuff like that, you know, and it's just like, mm, this is cozy. I like this. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, Arc System Works always does a really good job of doing the like hand-drawn sort of thing. Where everything, I know some some of the games are hand drawn, but all their games have that sort of look to them. Mm, and then yeah. Fighters was nice because Fighters had like an anime sort of look to it. It was literally the anime, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Like it was crazy how well they made that look. Yeah. So Grand Blue is, you know, if you haven't checked it out, check it out because it is beautiful. I'm I'm curious to be honest. I haven't like I'm gonna be upfront. I haven't really like checked any of the ones that I haven't been familiar with. So this is a lot of me just like asking genuine questions because I have big dumb brain. Oh wait, hold on. Hold up. How the hell is this a fucking mobile game? It's like uh it's probably like a uh, it's probably like is it like a gotcha game originally? It was kinda like the Final Fantasy mobile one. Which Final Fantasy mobile one? <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> I've played so many of those, I'm going to be uh, honest. I'm looking to see, uh, Exvius. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right, okay, yeah. Because, yeah, I think I've played that one. I mean, like, that art style in that, because I'm, I'm looking on their website, uh, and just the, the art style in that, and then the uh, art style in Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. It's all just really pretty. My cover art is dope. Oh, it's for the anime. Yeah, this they, is an anime? Oh my god. They, uh, they commission an anime. Oh, wow. Very cool. Okay. I really like this PS4 game. Have you played okay. this, Mike? Which one? Relink. No, I have not. It looks really badass. Okay, we're getting off topic. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so that looks fantastic. Any any last thoughts, Mike? Are you gonna buy it? Uh, yeah, I already have mine pre-ordered. Boom! That's how you do it. Pre-order right there. Five hundred copies. <laughs> uh, four hundred and ninety-eight. Oh, okay. Get the next two in the paycheck. Got it. <laughs> Run next, the next, those two come for another game we're going to talk about. Ah, oh, aha. Okay, same class. <laughs> Got it. Um, Reddit, are you going to buy it? I probably wouldn't buy it unless I were to try it beforehand. I would definitely just say try it. Solid. Yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. Like I said, I'm not big into fighter games, but eh, I think I'd give it a shot, or at least try a. Tutorial? Whatever those short snippets are, because 
I'm forgetting words. English is hard. Anyway, moving on. Excuse me, I'm getting over a cold and a little congested. Um, we are going to talk about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team. Is that DX? Do you just pronounce it DX? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because it looks like a face that's in distress. <laughs> You're not wrong. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> um, it's coming out on March 6th, so a month after Grand Blue. It's developed by Spike... Do you say that? Cunshoft? Chunsoft. Spike Chunsoft. Chunsoft. Okay. Interesting. And it's going to be on the Nintendo Switch, of course. I honestly have no clue what this is. Um, we're talking about art style earlier. This one, the art style, is just awesome. I shrieked like a little girl. When they, when they had that initial trailer... And they showed the first couple moments from the the DS game? D- game Boy game? Am I uh, stupid? I think it was DS. I think it was DS too. I don't actually remember. I'm just going to go with DS game. When it flashes towards the DS game and it shows, you know, the, the original 2D style and then it just kind of flashes into the fully 3D watercolor painting aesthetic, I shriek like a little girl. That was probably one of the coolest possible things they could have ever have done. And I'm so for it. Screw all the people that want... No, I'm just kidding. Screw all the people that wanted a <laughs> Diamond and Pearl remake, like the, the Mystery Dungeon Squad. That's where it's at. <laughs> totally kidding. But at the same time, yes, Pokemon. Please, please continue. Okay, okay. Uh, so I'm a Pokemon noob. So for everyone that's out there like me, which there probably isn't many... Let's explain what this is. So uh, you're a Pokemon. There's a mystery, and you go into a dungeon. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But the, is, this, is this like an original game? Is this a remake? Is this a re-release? It's it's a, it's a remake. It's a it's it's like a it's um so I don't exactly know maybe like ten ten, ten or less than ten years ago Nintendo came out with Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red and Blue. And they were, I don't even know how really to describe it. It was like a a take on um, like that really old PC game called Rogue, where you're in a dungeon and you're basically one tile at a time. And every time you move, other enemies move in the dungeon. It's like this weird roguelite kind of game where you go into said dungeon with your characters that are actually pokemon in the beginning your human character gets transformed into a pokemon you have to do a, a personality quiz to determine which pokemon is your avatar and then you go through dungeons and you rescue pokemon that are in distress and that's the gameplay loop is essentially it's just a dungeon crawling pokemon roguelite action rpg thing it's like got a lot going for it. Okay. So I guess my next question is 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 there anything new to this one besides it being on Switch? Other than the updated like the the overhauled art style, I believe that there's smaller additions. Like I know that they're adding mega evolutions that wasn't in the original game. That and I think obviously... they're adding Pokemon that have appeared since the game. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So it's 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 not probably not terribly difficult. Uh, terribly the same in ter- uh, it's probably not terribly different in terms of like gameplay or whatever. It's probably going to be, you know, just a I don't want to say a bog standard remake, but they'll, they'll make minor changes for for the people that have played it in the past and want to go, oh geez, now I have to do all these mega evolutions, which I mean, you kind of have to. They're dope, and they weren't in the last game. Sword and Shield, I mean. So, yeah. Come on. Did you did you play the demo, Mike? No, I have not. Not yet. Yeah. Disappointed. I, <laughs> demo. The demo came out a couple of weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. And I downloaded it, and I did the the character personality quiz. And honest to God, I tried to answer it very honestly. And at the end, it was it was just telling me shit like, "Oh, you're a real timid person." Like just saying all this really shit, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It's just like. But is that really you, though? I mean, I were to actually be a Pokemon, I think I would be a Cyndaquil. So yeah, I think. Huh. Well, interesting. I'm just sitting here trying to think what Pokemon I'd be. You gotta play the demo. Yeah, I guess I gotta play the demo and figure it out. Okay, wait. Apparently so... it's really short, though. That's the only problem. Okay. When you take that quiz, mm. can you be... And will it allow you to start as any Pokemon, or is there only, like, a select list of starters that it chooses from? So there is a select list of starters. It's It's mostly comprised of actual starter Pokemon, you know, Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, sorry, Squirtle took me a second. Um, but they hand, they added in a couple of other ones too, like Pikachu, Meowth, uh, a couple of fan favorites, I guess. And when you do this quiz, you you have to do the quiz, and they will they will give you one. But you have the option to pick from the pool afterwards. That's a feature that wasn't in the first game. In the first game, if you wanted to play as Charmander, you had to run through that personality test multiple times and or know the answers to get Charmander. So okay. It's another mini thing that they wanted to switch. It seems like they're just changing a lot of quality of life stuff, which is welcome in that kind of complicated game setting, you know? I honestly like that they give you the choice to choose afterwards. It's like, okay, yes, you're forced to run through the quiz, but, you know, maybe you don't like that Pokemon, or there's a different one that you see that you really want to be. It's nice to have that option to choose instead of being forced to play as one that you don't actually like. Absolutely. It is a very welcome change, honestly. And I think that they've like even added extra playable Pokémon as well. Like I'm not I'm not entirely certain about this one, but I am not sure if you could actually play as Pikachu in the first one. He could be your partner, but I don't know if you could play as him. In this one it seems like you can be Pikachu from the start. So there's mini changes everywhere. I'm trying to remember, but those games were so long ago. Right, dude? That's what I'm saying. It's been so long that it's, like, hard to remember exactly what everything was all about. Yeah. I just remember loving it. I haven't even heard of this game until today, so didn't know it was a thing. You only have to wait a month. And you can play the demo right now if you want. Well, not right now, but, you know. I might download it later just to take the quiz. I mean, you could play it right now. I'd never know. 
<laughs> Switch is portable. I'd be too distracted. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think about this one? Are, I, it seems like Brian's going to buy it. I bought the first one, so I might as well buy this one, right? Very loyal till the end. <laughs> I, yeah, I have to be. How about you, Mike? This is a try it for me. I'm going to try that demo first. Yeah, I think we're going to try the demo. I'm just more interested in taking the quiz and seeing who I get. Um, I almost wept. Um, it was just it, like, if you do, if you do the personality quiz and you like answer honestly, yeah, oh my God. It's a, oh, I was, I was choking back tears. I was like, oh my God, Pokemon understands me. It's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those personality quizzes, you know? I think we need to get you some help. <laughs> and speaking of help, a really great game that can help you is on the way. It's Animal Crossing oh. New Horizons. It's coming out on March 20th. Uh, it's developed by Nintendo, and it's going to be on the Switch. I already have it pre-ordered, so... I'm so fucking excited for this game. <laughs> like, I'm not even... Y'all ready to owe Tom Nook some money? Uh. Oh my god. I still owe the bastard some money <laughs> I mean, I'll, ne- I'll never not owe this man dude <laughs> I guess he knows uh, I guess he's got the perfect business model because you're not the only one he gets me game after game after game I don't know why I keep falling for it but I do and I never pay him off I had the Switch 3DS and I had the one for that which I forget what it was but I Leaf. Yeah, I had yeah, that I one, leave. and I really liked it, except I got bored after a while, um, and then I traded my Switch in for my PS4, and I never looked back, but um, when the mobile game came out, I really liked that until it got kind of old and repetitive. Um, I mean, there's only so much that they can do, so I, I wasn't mad about that, but like, I'm really excited for this to be on the Switch. I think that, like, yes, Animal Crossing is supposed to be, I don't know if it's supposed to be, but I think it does get kind of repetitive after a while, but that's almost kind of the point. It's almost one of those games where, like, at least personally, I wouldn't be able to play it for more than a couple of hours without getting bored. It was one of those things where I would check in, check my town, see if everyone's okay, check out some friends' towns if needed, and then bop off, wait for the next day. Um, But that being said, this one, I feel like with the crafting and being able to decorate outside and being having more control over the customization of everything, like that's always been the biggest draw to Animal Crossing, and they've seemed like they've amped this one up a little bit yeah. in terms of like stuff to do. Um, and I'm just really excited for that shit, especially the customization. Like they just they went nuts, they just went crazy with it, and like this might sound kind of silly but like they added skin colors like it took them so long to add skin colors and like that is just the most welcome addition ever like uh, it was one of those things where you look back and you go oh my god the other games didn't have that how is that how is that possible Uh, mind-blowing absolutely you can wear oh no you could always wear shorts i don't know what i'm talking about Animal Crossing. Mm. You can have eight people on one island. That's two times as many as the other games. Like, that's crazy. We're going to have a party. The Switch 
definitely allows for, I feel like, a lot more diversity in what you can do in games. And I feel like Animal Crossing is the best way to show what the Switch can do, if that makes sense. Like, I know Animal Crossing isn't super, it's not a super hardcore game, it's not going to make the Switch run at its fullest power, but I feel like, maybe I'm saying that backwards. I think I'm saying that backwards. I think the Switch is a good step for Animal Crossing. There we go. Oh, totally agreed. 100%. It was one of those things where, like, the console comes out and you just go, Animal Crossing would be perfect for this. Oh, my God. Yeah, because yeah. uh, when it was on the 3DS, the thing I loved the most about New Leaf was I could take it places with me. Street Pass was dope. So when I was, you know, waiting somewhere, you know, just chilling somewhere, I could pull out my 3DS, play for a few minutes, check my town, and then go on my, with my day. And I loved the fact that I was able to do that. And because the Switch is portable, you can do it with New Horizons, which is awesome. And the Switch has a bigger screen, which is really nice. So now you can actually... Because that's one of my issues before was, like, the 3DS screen was so small. And now the Switch screen is so large, you can see more and do more and... Fuck up more of your friends' towns. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Pitfall traps. The Mm. Switch is so much beefier, so I feel like... I just feel like the Switch is a good console for... And new and improving Animal Crossing. I can't. I can't wait, dude. I just... That's all I can think about. Uh, so we're all gonna buy this, and we're all gonna, like, have a town. We're all gonna visit each other. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. I'm so excited, guys. I'm gonna <laughs> set uh, Brennan's town on fire if I can. Oh, and you can... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm looking at photos right now. You can jump over the gaps with a pole. The the, the stream thing. Yeah, that thing. Sorry, I'm still flipping through photos. I'm so excited to have my own town. Oh my god, guys. Please take your shoes off when you step in to my town. No shoes allowed. No pants allowed, too. Gotta take your pants off. This is my kind of town. <laughs> Brennan's like, I'm never fucking going there. <laughs> okay. Um, and let's swing it over to a different vibe. We're going to get a little uh, dark here. And we're going to talk about Resident Evil 3. Coincidentally, it's coming out on April 3rd. Haha, <laughs> get it? On the 3rd. Resident Evil 3, 3. Uh, they did that on purpose. Oh yeah, my god. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure that was on purpose. Goddamn. Genius. <laughs> Give them all my money just because they put it on the third. It's developed and published by Capcom. It's going to the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Eventually, we're not going to be saying those titles any longer, but uh, we won't talk about that. Yeah, um,. After what they did with Resident Evil 2, which was probably one of the best games of 2019, I am super excited to see what they do with Part 3. I'm going to be that guy. I have one question. So, we all know how great the final uh, Resident Evil 2 remake was, right? Multiple Game of the Year awards. And that's for a good reason, you know? It definitely elevated the bar at which remakes can be remade. But... 
I like I'm I'm looking at Resident Evil Three and I just go, are people gonna be like, I don't know, are people? I know people are excited. Don't get me wrong, I know people are excited, but are 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 there any people that are just going like, they just made one? How is this going to compare to that? I guess that's my 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 one question is like, how are people going to compare? Like, is is Resident Evil Three going to hit a million? Game of the Year awards just because it's built similarly in the same vein as Resident Evil 2 Re. You know what I mean? And that probably will be the problem with some people. Um, it did come out kind of quick, and there's going to be a lot of comparisons to Resident Evil 2 and what they did with 2. But yeah. from what I've seen, regardless, 3 looks really cool. You know, they it looks like they made a Nemesis even more terrifying than he was in the original version. I think the original version was like 1999 or some shit like that. So, I mean, it looks like they're doing that right. You're getting more character story for Carlos and Yeah, like I I'm 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 all for it. Don't get me wrong. Very excited. I wanted to succeed. I just I don't know. I guess I'm just wondering why it was so close. But I guess that's just not really an important question, I suppose. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, they're probably just trying to capitalize on two success as fast as they can. And honestly, good for them. Good for them. I think they really, they really hit the nail on the head with this last remake. And honestly, if this, and obviously, I feel like this this remake is going to at least hit that same bar. Yeah. Hopefully, or around that. You know, I, that's so difficult to in this world of remakes. It's I feel like it's really difficult to compare remakes <laughs> sequel remakes you know because like people typically just compare the remake to the original but then when they keep remaking them it's like well now we have to compare this remake to the other remake and then it's like where do we go from i don't know i don't know i maybe this is just me being branded about this whole thing but oh on april 4th on that's when is evil 4 remake <laughs> Right, right? Like, <laughs> by the way, we're com- We're already working on Resident Evil Seven remake. Like, oh <laughs> chill, chill. Take a break. We love you. Just take a break. Very, very excited. Honestly, I've. I feel like I should be getting into this series. I feel like I should have been into this series for a while now, and this is probably the best place to start. And Resident Evil Four is one with Leon, right? Yep, it was Resident Evil Two as well, but that Four is Leon for GameCube. Once they just once they remake that one, it's over. I never had an interest in Resident Evil because I'm a little bitch. Tisk tisk tisk. I mean, like I've watched them played, but I've never played them myself because oh my god, I honestly like pee my pants, little girl style, when I play horror games. Like I can really play them during the day. With, like, all the lights on, with my door open, I have to have music on, and somebody else has to be in the room with me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you should I'm play Resident Evil I muted 3. the mic for that one. <laughs> oh, because you laughed? Oh. Bran's definitely laughing at me. I'm joking, honestly. Um, I'm just not a fan of horror games in general. Like, I'll watch them, but I honestly, like, can't play them. They freak me out. I tried playing PT way back when. Uh, yeah, that scared me. I had nightmares. Well, yes. Well, that's your problem. You went, you went, like, the deep end of the pool right away without knowing how to swim. Well, I mean, maybe I'm just trying to drown. Ayo! <laughs> oh. 
Brad's like, that was relatable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I have friends that are super deep in Resident Evil that really enjoy it. Um, it's, I feel like that's definitely a game series that's going to be around forever. Um, so, I don't know. I'm always interested in seeing how the new installments come out and, uh, and the remakes. Everyone seems to really enjoy the remakes, so. So, next, we're gonna, we're gonna toss it from one remake to another. We're gonna talk (laughs) about Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Holy shit, I just looked at this list and half of it's remakes. (laughs) Uh, Yes, hello, we like to talk about remakes here. Um, we'll get to those though (laughs) coming out on april 10th so just a couple days after resident evil developed by square enix and it's coming out on ps4 because apparently the only thing we like to talk about are ps4 and switch games here if you catch my drift that's on microsoft though they don't have any exclusives yeah it's it's coming to xbox it's coming to xbox they just gotta wait a year oh well losers just kidding. <laughs> I promise we're not biased in any sort of way. <coughs> I am. I'm real excited for this, but at the same time, part of me is really afraid that it's going to play and feel like Final Fantasy 15. And I personally did not like 15. So that's like my one hesitation. <laughs> but that being said, I'm really looking forward to this because. People don't stop talking about Final Fantasy VII, and I haven't played the original, and I feel like shit because of that. And now I finally get to do it, so I'm excited. See, um, this game has me scared as well, because I've played the original a few times. Mm. And I know they're keeping some stuff in there, like cross-dressing Cloud, you know, that's pretty cool. Mm. But at the same time, I'm kind of scared, because they said... This is going to be the size of a full game. Right. And this section of the game, the original, took you just a few hours. So I'm just kind of scared. Like, what are they adding? Are they going to make changes to the story? You know? And then the, the gameplay, I'm like you said, it looks like Final Fantasy XV. Even though they have a classic mode, so I might end up playing it classic mode. Dude, wait. They do, like, the total turn-based classic mode? Uh... I trying to remember it. It's um kind of more of a um, it's a, like turn based, but kind of like that action turn based that Final Fantasy VIII had. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Actually, I do remember that. I do remember them kind of like showing a trailer and kind of explaining that whole bit. Yeah, I would probably stick with that personally. I, I just I, there was just something about fifteen where the combat was just so floaty and like. I don't know. Not fun. I felt like you just either held the dodge button and you just automatically dodged everything or you just held the attack button and just attacked everything. It was like one or the other. So I'm just afraid of that exact thing happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, hold on. I got to do some. Let me see. I mean, the game does look beautiful, you know? This they, um, is the one I wanted to play. Sorry. The original or the remake? The remake. The remake looks so cool. And, oh my god, I think we're gonna choke. Never mind, sorry. Um 
It looks so cool. The graphics look awesome. I've never played a Final Fantasy game. I know. Yell at me right now. Go ahead. I know. We're all like, oh, Haley, fucking stop. I'm going to be later. Okay. Um, I, I, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. That's because I didn't know how the games were structured. Because I thought, like, they were in order. So I thought you had to play, start all the way at Final Fantasy and work your all the way to the top. And I just wasn't fucking doing that because your girl ain't got that much fucking time. So I just never got into it. Also, I wasn't a fan of the combat. But this looks really cool. And I feel like this is a pretty decent jump into the game. Because we've talked about this one before. Um, so I think I'm going to play this one. Yeah, it's a nice thing about Final Fantasies. You could jump in any time in the series because they're not chronological. Yeah. And that's my thing is I always thought like, you know, they were all connected. Mm. If you didn't play this one, then you weren't going to get this one. And I'm looking up an Mm. article right now on CNET that says that the game will be significantly different from the original, including story points. Um, So kind of going back to what you guys were talking about earlier, that's pretty vague. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I feel like being that the story is going to be a lot different, this might be good for new people because you're not going to have that judgmental um, feeling in the back of your head like, well, this is a hell of a lot different from the first. So, this could be a good jumping off point for people who are getting into Final Fantasy. Especially if, like you say, you don't like the turn base, you like the more action, you know, fast paced kind of thing then this is kind of going to be more up your alley because it is, unless you're doing the classic mode, it is a more faster in-your-face kind of action thing. I'm definitely interested in seeing how it goes. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's a... um, They included a tweet from uh, the official uh, Twitter of Final Fantasy VII Um, And this is back from September 6, 2019. And it says, on September 7th, 1997, my dudes, I was three years old. They released Final Fantasy VII in North America. You young and I was eight. I was three. What (laughs) the fuck? Yeah, I think that's why I have such nostalgia for Seven. was that was the first RPG I ever played. And you guys know how much I love JRPGs. This was my entryway into that genre. It looks super cool. So, I'm interested. Um, It was delayed. It was supposed to come out on March 3rd, but now they pushed it back. So, hopefully everything's ready to go and they don't delay it again because your girl's out here trying to swing that big-ass goddamn sword at some people. It's called a buster sword. It's the one thing I know. Big dick energy right there, boyos. Clown Sephiroth. And uh, that one person, I forget her name, starts with an A. Something happens to her later. Spoilers. She definitely marries Cloud at the end. I want to marry somebody in this game. I'm going to cut all this out. I don't know why I said any of this. This This is actually a spoiler. Spoiler warning. At this anyway. point, if you don't know about that, that's your fault. That okay, honestly, that too. The game's been out for twenty years. It's like saying <laughs> Darth Vader is Luke's father. 
whenever you look up Spoil like big, learners. whenever you look up big <laughs> video game moments, that moment is in them. I mean, Snape I... kills Dumbledore. Darth Vader, <laughs> Luke's father. Don Those Don aren't Don video game spoilers. Those are movie spoilers. Thank you. Now you're just ruining it for everyone. Um, uh, uh, I can't think of any big video game spoilers. Ganondorf's a good guy. No one saw that one coming. Um, Earth dies. Wait, you have to explain that to me later. Even though I feel like I know. I was. I was. That was a joke. Okay, great. That was a bad, a bad joke. Bad joke. Um, <laughs> I can't think of Mario's any. Mario's like... a plumber. Did you guys know that one? Yeah, that's why he goes through pipes. He can clean my pipes. <laughs> Ooh. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> no! <laughs> you can't say stupid shit like that and not have it expected. If my fart's staying in, you're cleaning my pipes statement, isn't <laughs> Good. Oh, see you guys. Our podcast is canceled. Anyway, we're going to move on. Um. We're going to talk about another one that we all know Mike is going to rave about right now. Persona 5 Royal. It's coming out on March 31st, developed by Peace Studios. It's coming out on the PS4. And is this another remake? Yes, it is. Of course. T- te- technically? More, more an expansion. It's more of an expansion than a remake. Yeah, I don't even really know what the hell you would call I mean, expansion, I feel like, is the best, the best thing you could explain it as, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's gonna be game of the year. Sorry, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna drop that now. What? <laughs> I love it. What? What? This is game of the year right here. <laughs> Mike, this, you this take shit that back. Is taking over. Mike, you take that back. Like we just talked about Resident Evil Three. What, what are you talking about? It's clearly gonna be game of the year. No, you know you're wrong. Be I'm gonna play year. Resident Evil Three, but Persona Five. I mean, come on, <laughs> Persona Five. <laughs> Anything with Futaba. Eh? Yes, yes, Futabe. Futabe! <laughs> <sighs> okay, so explain to us how this is an expansion slash... They are adding so much shit to this game. <laughs> new personas, new dungeons, there's a new playable character. Um, They're changing around dungeons and the fighting system. And they're adding a whole new uh, school semester for you to be able to do stuff and be able to... um explore more new dungeons and stuff like that um they're Sounds adding to me. they're shit. adding yeah they're adding like if you play five they are adding so much shit that this game will be worth playing again if you have the 80 hours so, so question sorry Haley. no you, go you can go first oh, okay um so is this sold separately or if you buy this like how are they s- selling or marketing this because it's being sold separately okay so do you have to have five to play this no you do not and you don't have to have played the original to play this okay so this is kind of its own standalone thing basically yeah yes it's basically its own standalone definitive version of the game okay but is it going to have everything from five in it or just uh, it's gonna have everything from five, but there will be some changes. Okay, okay, makes sense. So, like I said, even if you've played Persona Five before the original, this might be worth another playthrough because they are adding a bunch of stuff and they are making a few changes to the way the game works. So, my next question is: is 
Um, so if you already played five, you're going to basically have to play five all over again when you play this, essentially. Like I said, there's enough changes that I feel it's going to... It's gonna make it. It's gonna make a difference and make it worth replaying. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. Okay. It's gonna be worth replaying. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Side-related question. Hypothetically, if someone were to have, I don't know, played maybe half of Persona Five and then seemingly just forgot about it and speaking for a friend, very, 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 yes, very much speaking for a friend, it kind of just got you know sidetracked by life and you know was hesitant about reestablishing uh, that that connection to the world. Do you think it would be worth just saying screw half the game? Let me just pick up Royale when I Royal when I oh god now I'm gonna just call it Royale all the time. Oh so Persona 5 Battle Royale uh, what, should I That might be coming. Um anyway. yeah okay. I I'm speaking for me. I don't have a friend. I don't have friends. Um I played half oh. of Persona 5 should I finish Persona 5 and then play Royale? Ro- Royal? Play Royal? Or, <laughs> or do uh, I just say, screw it, let me just wait for Royal to come out? And Speaking from somebody who hasn't played the game and also doesn't have either game, if I were to pick this up, I'd pick up this one. But if I already had yeah. Persona 5 and I didn't finish it, I would finish Persona 5 because you have to figure if they're going to sell this game as a full-fledged game for another $60, you might as well just finish the $60 game you have already and then maybe watch a little bit of a playthrough and then judge if that's something you want to jump back into and dedicate another $60 and a hundred and bajillion hours to. True. That is very fair. Because, I mean... Why blow another $60 on a game that you might only put in 10 hours of and then you're not going to finish and then you're going to be like, well, shit, I wasted $120 on two games that I barely played anything of. That's that's fair. But at the yeah, same time, it's got Royal in the title, man. Oh, you're <laughs> such an idiot. It's, like, it's got another semester of school. Oh, so yeah, cool. I understand When all kinds that. of crazy shit happens. I get that, but I feel like if The new you're... character is cute as hell, oh my god. You know, uh, to take Anne and, and, and Mikado out, I want this new one. <laughs> my, that play... made him sound object. I just objectified women so hard there. And he's gonna play ten hours of it and then get busy with life again. How funny would it be if I got to the same part that I was in in Persona 5 and was also like, eh, you know what, I'm, I'm out of here. I would honestly slap you. I've been meaning to get back into that. And I say that every time see, we talk about thing. it. If you're going to sit there and say that about this game, or about that game, then why pick up this if there's a good chance that you might do the same thing? I mean, if the first one didn't keep you playing and keep you busy... Just because they change a couple of things and add a couple characters doesn't mean it's going to keep your attention long enough for you to finish it. So, I mean, that's my take. I feel like if you're on the level of Mike's like, oh my god, I have a bajillion hours to dedicate and I love this fucking franchise and I own everything and I play everything and I'm just a diehard fan and they should create my character in this game, fucking go for it. We already know you're going to fucking pre-order it. Mike, did you pre-order it? Yeah, I pre-ordered the deluxe edition. Exactly. <laughs> okay, fair. 
But if you're somebody like Brennan, who picked up the first game and didn't finish it, why waste your money? Just finish the first game. And then go back, watch a little review on it, see if it's worth your time. And if you're like me, who hasn't played shit, well, just fucking pick up this game. Because what's the point of fucking buying that other game when this one's brand new? Anybody got anything left to say on that? Definitely trying it. Obviously, if I'm I can. buying it. <laughs> You've already bought it. Yeah, I've already bought it. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get the, the, the Phantom Thieves edition that has the mask with it. Yeah, that's the one I got. Oh! Oh! <laughs> nice. That's beautiful. Shit, I thought you were talking about you only got the one with the steel book. I was so confused. No, I got the Phantom Thieves edition with the mask and everything. Uh-huh. It's, it's just like a. It's, it's just like his his face mask. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's his face Joker mask. Stand-up oh, it's mask, so cool. Oh. Steel book soundtrack, collector's box, art book with dynamic PS4 theme. I love dynamic PS4 themes. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I had the one from the so original cool. Persona Five, and I liked it a lot. Next thing you know, we're gonna talk about our. That should be a top ten Tuesdays. Great PS4 dynamic themes. Anyway, we're gonna move on. Uh, here's here's a cult, cult, cult following. Uh, everyone on our staff is probably excited for it. Uh, we've talked about it like 700 times. Uh, we've mentioned it 700 times. It got delayed and Brennan cried. He's probably gonna cry right now. Cyberpunk 2077. Finally. I we I feel like we have to. Be able- I'm okay with it being delayed because they take more time to polish the game and it'll be a better game. Okay, cool. We got that out of the way. Great. But, but I don't want to wait that long, dude. Are you joking? I was planning on spending every day this summer playing this game, and they took that from me. <laughs> Honestly, I'm the type. I know you want to spend your summer, you know, playing Cyberpunk. Uh, but I'm the type, I'd rather it gets delayed and it becomes a better game than them releasing it and it sucks. 100% agree. I, like, I joke, but I'm very much in that camp. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was going to spend my summer playing it. Right, like, but I still think it's kind of, um, I, I think it's still kind of, I don't know, fair to be at least a little annoyed. Like, you don't have to be a man-child about it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Threaten the developers or whatever. But I think that being, like, a little a tiny bit annoyed, you know, like, damn, that sucks. Like, that's warranted, right? Like, a lot of people are hyped for this game, and yeah. it's a long time, and there's, like, reports, I don't know how true any of these are, but there's reports, you know, it wasn't exactly for the crunch necessarily it was probably more for the pushing it onto newer consoles and that ultimately might mean i was seeing headlines that cd project red devs might be spending more time in the next five months working on this so i don't know adding that whole thing in the mix it's just like i just i i don't i don't like crunch no one likes crunch but at the same time, we all want a good product, and we want it in a timely-esque manner. Um, I just, I feel, I don't know, I, I just feel bad for these guys in a way, you know? I feel bad for the developers in that they have to 
keep chugging along, you know, like these next five months might not necessarily be a cakewalk for these guys. And I, I feel for that. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure the same thing happened to the Witcher as well. I'm pretty sure the Witcher was also maybe delayed a little, um, before its release and people still rave about that game. So if it follows in the same footsteps, I think Witcher three was delayed. I think I remember reading, you know, uh, like when this whole cyberpunk thing was, when that delay happened, a lot of people were like, guys, hold up. Well, the Witcher three went through the same thing. Like, and it's still great. So I, I wouldn't be upset I think if that were to happen at all. Is, is I just hope this is enough time for them. Mm. Like, I, I yeah, hope that, too. that this isn't yeah. like, okay, well, we need, uh, you know, like, maybe about another year. But we're only going to say we need, like, four months or whatever because, well, everybody's fucking waiting and we don't have a year. So, like, I hope this is enough time that they need. I hope that they're, I mean, of course, everybody's going to be stressing, but I hope that everyone still uh, takes care of their self and worries about them and their home life and isn't uh, pushing themselves to the breaking point to pump this game out. Because I know it's going to be big. I know that, you know, they know what they, they got themselves in for. So, while looking towards the future of this game i hope that they also just take a look at themselves and just understand like they have to take a break too i hope they follow your advice but alas we will never know well maybe we'll know one day yeah maybe so i mean i guess we'll just see we'll have to wait and see um i don't think they're gonna delay it again but if they do then i feel like that's that's them going basically just being like we need more time because we're we're still fucking rushing even when we push it back once so yeah and, i feel if they delay it again though that means it's coming to ps5 and xbox series x yeah but at the same exact time if they do that i feel like that's also saying that they bit off more than they can chew so i mean i want it to come out um and I mean, the new systems, at least for, I don't know about Xbox because I haven't followed that, but they said the next PS5 is uh, backwards compatible, so I'm very curious to see if they implement any sort of updates or anything like that um, for that system, because I'd like to see how uh, Cyberpunk will run on the next-gen software. I do think it's, if it is for the new consoles, the new gen, as much as I you know, initially dislike the, the whole delay thing. That is so smart on their on their end. You know, having Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven be a launch title potentially. Oh my goodness. But I feel like if you're doing that, then why not just really why not just delay it all the way to holiday twenty twenty? Why delay it only to September? Like ah, I feel like that would be kind of a know. shitty uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is kind of like what you said. You know, they're like, we need more time, but we've 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 given we've had a lot of time. We just need to do something. Um, so them probably being like, you know what? If we at least if we at least try to time it around the holidays, that'll be better than you know pushing it to December or something. Because I feel like if it went from an, a March slash April to December, like. I mean, the five months, four or five months, people are already a little upset, and that's an understatement. So another three months added on top of that, people would have gone nuts. 
Yeah. So, I... Who knows, man? I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. So, I mean, they have till September into January, so they have a lot of time to make changes, do what they need to do. I mean, God only knows how much they actually still have to do and what fine-tuning they actually have to do, so... I mean, this time that they want could be for a PS5 release, a next-gen release. Maybe they're putting out two copies. Um, nobody knows. So, we'll just have to wait till September. Woo! Can't when, wait. When I'm assuming we're all gonna buy it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Sorry, yep. I had to be on. 100%, dude. It looks phenomenal. Like, a first-person open world RPG in a cyberpunk no, cyberpunk haha setting <laughs> I wasn't too big on the first person but I'm still gonna play it cause what reeled me in was that you could change point of view because that's what they said you could do before and then they took it back but I'm like eh whatever I'll still play it I'm just excited cause it's CD Projekt Red honestly like yeah they, yes. that's the reason they, I want it they handled the Witcher 3 so well like, not only in terms of free updates over the course of the game, but the two expansion packs that they created for The Witcher are, like, not only as big as other games, but I've, I haven't played them all much, but I've heard people say that, like, the stories in these two expansions are better than the base game. Like, don't play, play, play the expansion. It's one of those games where you play it for the expansions. If it's... Uh, I just... I just hope they keep the train rolling. It's 2077, honestly. Just do the same thing. Free updates, dope expansion packs, be transparent with your audience, and open. Lots of Keanu Reeves. Lots of Keanu Reeves. Oh my goodness. I can't wait. Calm down. Calm down. I I hope he just goes John Wick on someone and just kills someone with a pencil halfway through the game. Hell yeah, man. Anyway... No, he's going to upgrade to use a ballpoint pen. Guys, oh, genius. Genius. Calm down. Calm down. I know your panties are wet, but like, oh, breathe a little. You good over there, Brennan? Okay, I think Brennan died, but that's fine. We are going to lightning round our... Cutting out again. Oh, if great. you can hear me. Yeah, you cut out. There you go. You're back. Did I... Am I back? Did I cut out when I was saying I, when I was cutting out? Yeah. Fuck this whole game, dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, this isn't a video game, but I'll take your word for it. Anyway, lightning round, the last four. Uh, so let's just rapid fire this. We got 12 minutes. Uh, release date TBD, developed by Luis Antonio. It's going to be on PC and Xbox One. This is like the one where you only got like a couple seconds to decide things. Yeah, I was looking it up. It's like you got... You loop the 12 minutes in time, trying to figure out how to get out of that 12-minute loop. That's a dope concept. Any kind of, like, looper kind of deal? Yeah, it's it's like somebody comes in to kill you, and you go back in the past, like, 12 minutes or something like that, and you gotta try to stop them from coming to get you. To put it shortly, it's an interactive thriller about a man trapped in a time loop. There you go. There we go. That's all we need. I mean, I'd try that. I feel like it's going to be uh, really, like, somewhat fast-paced. Yeah, in gaming time, people don't realize this, but, you know, 
12 minutes is really short. Yeah, it's not a lot of time at all. Yeah, and I mean, so. depending on how many times, like, you can do so many things differently and go about things so differently, so I feel like... I feel like this is going to be one that actually makes people think. And it's like, okay, well, I have 12 minutes to go through, you know, this whole scene. And each time I have to do something differently. So I feel like that's going to be really cool. It's just the whole concept to me just sounds infinitely more interesting than something like an escape the room game. Like that's essentially what this is, but just with a much different approach and I just I very much appreciate that. I feel like Escape the Room games get kind of boring after a while, and or there's just no stakes. It's just like, how fast can I get out of this? But I don't know. Again, having that setup of like, someone kills you, you've got 12 minutes to revert that. And how can has, you not get sucked in? And it has a top-down view, which I feel like adds, um, just adds some sort of different element to it. Because it's like, okay, well, I can see everything that's going on in this room. But I have to time out how my route of going about doing things properly within those 12 minutes. I feel like it's really cool. I'm definitely going to buy it. And yeah, uh, let's move on. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima. Did I say that right, guys? Help me out here. I believe you did. I think so. Yeah. Great, thankfully. Uh, it's developed by Sucker Punch Productions. It's coming to PS4. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh, so excited, so excited, so excited. Yeah, quite honestly, this game actually looks beautiful. As, uh, try to think of what the word is. I don't want to say dark, um, as, like, somber as it looks. It does look like a beautiful game. I got a lot of, uh, Sekiro vibes from it. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe that's just feudal Japan. Just kind of hit me again. I feel like this one isn't as dark and dreary as that one no probably not probably Um, from the trailer this one looks to be a little bit more vibrant i personally like uh (laughs) the graphics on this one a little bit more or at least how it looks um so i mean i'm i'm very interested i really like feudal japan and just um these old-timey eras anyway so i feel like this is gonna be really 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 cool and this is very different from they oh they did infamous okay um Mm -hmm. i feel like that's gonna be interesting to see how different this is from infamous because i feel like i feel like they're kind of in the same position as CD Projekt Red is, like, CD Projekt Red went from The Witcher and now they're going to uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and Sucker Punch went from Infamous to Ghost of Tsushima and, like, this is completely different from their past games that they previously did, so I'm extremely curious to know how this plays out and how this is going to be and, you know, the, the levels that they take this, um to be better than the games that they put out in the past. I'm definitely, like... I, I just... Sucker Punch is... Sucker Punch is one of those names where I've heard it a plenty of times, and I don't think I've ever heard any bad things about Sucker Punch, to be honest. So it's, one, it's definitely one of those titles where I'm like, yeah, it'll probably be good. You know, like, just based off of developer alone and based off of Infamous. Like, I really liked Infamous, especially Second Son. I thought that one was really... Uh, it was a solid launch title, for sure. 
Yeah, that's the reason I have my eye on um, Ghost of Tsushima um, because Sucker Punch has proven they can do different genres because they did the Sly Cooper series and mm. they went from Sly Cooper to Infamous. Two completely different games, yet they were both really good. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm interested to see. I'm interested in seeing how they handle Ghost of Tsushima because once again, it's a big jump in mood. It's a big jump in gameplay, but they've proven they can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Holy with, shit! With the way that we've seen the gameplay videos and things like that, like it just it looks phenomenal. So I feel like this is kind of. Uh, just just on the same level of hype for me as Cyberpunk 2077. Like, I'm real excited for uh, both of these games from both of these companies because I, like, I'm playing The Witcher 3 right now and I absolutely love it. I played Infamous Second Son and I absolutely loved it. So I'm very, very curious to see how these companies step up in these, um, in, the la- in their latest games. Because it's been a while since either of them put something out, I'm pretty sure. I believe so, yeah. I think um, well, the only thing I know for Second Son is that they had developed some like spin-off stories for Infinite. But after that, I'm not sure. They they must have had a game since Second Son, though, no? No, they haven't. This is they the first haven't? Interesting. Like you said, they did, the, they did the spin-off, but they haven't had a full game since Second Son. Interesting. Six years ago. I wonder how long... First Light came out in 2014. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's a long time ago. So I wonder how many of these years were dedicated to ghosts. Like, all of them? A couple? I feel like this is probably, like, their god of war. Like, let's kick around some ideas, figure out what we want to do where we want to take it, and then just develop it as deep and as well as we can. So I'm kind of happy that they, it, 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 hopefully they use these past five years or whatever to develop this game to its full potential. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks pretty good, so. I, I believe in Sucker Punch. Oh, oh my god, my wallet is crying right now. I can hear it in the background. Because here's another one that <laughs> your girl's gonna buy. It is called Godfall. Um, this is by Counterplay Games. It's gonna come out on the PS5 and PC. I know nothing about this. All I know is that this is one of the first games that was introduced onto the PlayStation. All I know. Um, I watched that leaked trailer that came out, what was it, yesterday or Tuesday or some something like that. It actually looks pretty interesting. Um, the trailer really didn't show what the graphics are going to look like because the trailer was based off of a year-old demo. Mm. But it does show gameplay of what, the, you know, and what it, that's going to look like. And this does look pretty interesting. Um, does anybody... Spe- it, it... Hold on, oh, wait, uh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike, I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. Um, especially the fact that you could team up with two other people, and you could just do a three-team, you know, three-person team, and just go in there and just kick ass. Sounds pretty dope. This reminded me of um, I think I keep getting this game confused with Greedfall. Is that the other? Is that is that what I'm thinking of? 
It's like that other pirate, like, ARPG thing. Um. Yeah, Greedfall. I keep confusing Godfall with Greedfall. So they are claiming that this game is what they call a looter and slasher, um, kind of based off the looter shooter um, concept, where this game will focus more so on melee attacks rather than range combat. Um, so 3D Diablo? It looks like it. Um, kind of. It says that Counterplay Games is a 75-person studio in California with several developers that have previously worked on other looter shooters such as Destiny 2. Well, that's interesting. Uh, combat-wise, I got kind of like Dark Souls Code Vein kind of vibes. Um, what was the game that Ubisoft put out that had like the, the, like the Vikings and the ninjas? Oh, um, um, For Honor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Looking at a short clip, that's kind of almost a vibe that I was getting a little bit, but not necessarily. Because yeah, yeah. For Honor I is kind it. of a hot mess. But I, I can see the comparison though. Interesting. I mean, this one just looks a little bit interesting because it seems like it's going to have maybe actual quests, hopefully, um, and not just be all about beating people up and taking their shit. And yeah. they did say it's going to take full advantage of what the PS5's controller, whatever they call it, it'll probably be DualShock 5. Um, they say it's going to take full advantage of all the, um, the features that they're adding to that controller. Oh like no! Saying, the um the resistant triggers, you're gonna feel resistance when you do things like when you shoot a bow, you're gonna feel the bow, the bow's resistance as you pull back your arrow. Oh, that's awesome! Okay, I don't know. I was I was afraid they would be like, oh, to to craft stuff, you have to shake your controller for the motion <laughs> control. <laughs> no, like, no. If you want to write like... a message to your friend, you have to type it out on a touchpad. No. Oh, Jesus. Honestly, wish more. Like, they added the light bar, and I feel like no one ever used it for anything, and I love the light bar. Oh, my God. GTA, whenever you're getting chased by cops, it would blink red and blue. Genius. Blew my mind. Love it. (laughs) That's the only example I can think of off the top of my head. Um, Yeah, it's the only time I can remember that thing thing being used. Yeah, I am definitely excited for this game. It looks super cool. Um, I plan on buying it. Uh, what about you guys? Um, if I get a PS5, this will probably be the one I buy PS5. I would try it. I'm curious. But not entirely sold. I've been burned before. Okay. Guilty Gear Shrive. We are starting like we are ending. Ending like we are starting. <laughs> this is the 2.5D fighter game anime man thing. Yeah, yeah. It's... Arc system works again. You know, the guys were doing Grand Blue. Um, and this one, I'm excited for Grand Blue, but Gear to Gear Strive has more more of my attention than Grand Blue does. And why is that? I've played Gear to Gear in the past. I love that franchise. I, you know, love those games. It's Arc System Works again. So, you know, they know what they're doing. And it's just from what I've seen, the character trailers, the gameplay, it looks just as tight and just as deep as Guilty Gear has looked in the past. Oh. 
Yeah, it's the. I mean, um, as soon as I read Arc System Works, the first thing I thought was, "Geez, these guys are mad busy. <laughs> like these guys don't stop." And good I think for they them. got like, I think they got like four franchises that they're juggling right now. That is crazy, dude. I would hate that. But at the same time, power to them, man. I mean, again, I, I stand by all of all of my comments towards Grand Blue. Like, I just I imagine that this will be a tight solid fighter game yeah and is this is this like a, a sequel or is this like um i was looking through before and i like wasn't sure if it was a reboot or something because some of the when i was looking it up some of the articles had referred to it as guilty year 2020 and i i guess i just wasn't sure if that was like a, a reboot or if it was just the naming convention um because it's called guilty gear strive right yeah yeah, so I guess I was just confused as, like, is this a spinoff? Is this a sequel? Is this a reboot? What is it exactly? Um, They really haven't said. Uh, When they announced it, the working title was New Guilty Gear. Ah, okay. Okay, cool. You're cutting out again. Am I? Yeah, you are. I can hear him. Fuck, dude. I'll figure that out. All good, all good. We're, uh... Okay, I'm gonna wrap it up, squad squad. So, um, let's do our, our hot takes. Uh, anybody got anything to say about any of the games that we mentioned? Or is there one that you want to quickly mention? Or do you want to be, uh, throw out that shameless self-promotion? What's up? I have one thing on my mind. Just one thing. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remake was supposed to come out on the 23rd, which is today, actually. So now I'm even more pissed than I was 10 seconds ago. Ugh. It was supposed to come out today, but I just found out like a couple days ago that it was actually delayed until this summer. So. So now you have a new game to play during the summer. You're so right there. Exactly. I'm just looking forward to Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remake. But at the same time, can I also just say, I'm sick of remakes. I, I love them. <laughs> But can we act? Can we like fucking think of something new? Is that too hard? Like I said, uh, half half of our list it. was remakes. Yeah, like that, shit. You go to the movies and it's a remake. Like, uh, make something new, please. Thank you. CD Projekt Red, twenty seventy seven, Cyberpunk man. I'm saying words at this point, hoping that. Okay, Mike, sticks. you got anything to say? No, by Persona. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shameless plug. Uh, I hope they sponsor me someday. Probably when they realize how much money you spent on them. Uh, <laughs> um, lastly, um, uh, I assume a lot of us are probably going to be reviewing some of these games. I mean, Mike's probably going to review Persona. Uh, we're probably going to have somebody review Animal Crossing. I'd like to review Ghosts. I know that's, like, a whole, like, big thing, and that's a big feat for me, but I'd love to review Ghost. Um, so just stay tuned, uh, come back sometime, read some reviews, and uh, hopefully we persa- persuade you to play some games, and we'll be talking about more games uh, next month, the next buy I try tonight. So this is Haley signing off with us. Uh, BTD Squad, and we'll see you next month, everyone.
Have Later. A, have a great time.